Schuster, Mörder, Achse, Hörer, Feine, Mörder, Wörsei. Posten, das war das Schalachsania. Ich considere das gut, to come and, and, and be able to reflect together with you in this community and uh, as course which is magnified many times over to come speak in, in the, the show of, of, of your mother Asra I finally mentioned that, that many years ago we, we spent a year learning together and since then from afar I have joined the ever-increasing uh, ranks of, uh, of, of his uh, admirers and, and, and his Hasidim and the Ashrechem to, to have such a Maradasa. The Rambam writes in the third base, this is Tshuva, that Yom HaKippurim is Man Tshuva called the Yachid of Aradim. The time of Tshuva, not only for each of us individually, but it's also a time of Tshuva for us collectively. Clearly, the, what the Rambam is conveying is that as Yechidim, as individuals, each one of us have our work to do, have our work cut out for us. But then there also needs to be a collective Cheshvan Anafash, a collective cooperative effort. Such gatherings as, as we have tonight provide a forum for us to perhaps reflect together on some of what we can do as a Rabbin collectively in terms of doing Shuvah. Two of the most basic and, and classic Sifre Musa certainly are Shari Shuvah Ben Yonah and Masil Shishon. It's interesting, amongst the various points of similarity and convergence between the two, if, if you look in Masil Shishon and you look to see, just uh, look in the, the table of contents, which, which parak is, is the longest parak, which parak that uh, I, in case you haven't noticed yet from my accent, I, I come from Boston, so Boston, on before New York got into the business of having a marathon, so the original marathon was really in uh, in Boston. New York was more of a copycat, so that was, that was the uh, that was the original marathon. So as part of the marathon course, that was Heartbreak Hill, and the runners, if you made it through Heartbreak Hill, so that that meant that you were going to make it all the way. So that's where uh, that's where the, the the men were separated from the boys at that point in, in the course of the marathon. So how do you know whether you're going to make your way through the Seyot Shishon? Whether you're really going to make your way to the end of the Sefer? If you get through the Parak of Kirtay Mita Tanakiyos, which is so long and so much detail, so then that's how to kill. You made it through that Parak, so then, uh, then the momentum will, will carry one to the end of the, the Sefer Vezus Hashem of the Seyot Shishon. Well, what's Kirtay Mita Tanakiyos? Seems to be not really Muslim content. It doesn't have the type of uh, of inspiration, exhortation, uh, sobering uh, perspectives and vantage points that we uh, 
directly associated with Messiah Yisrael, with the Ramchal, it's more of a Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. It's a, it's a mini Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. And it's interesting, you find the same thing in the Shari Tshuvah of Ben Yom. Again, if you just, uh, just by, by looking in the table of contents, uh, the contents, the, the Shari Tshuvah of Ben Yom is divided into four Sha'orim, as you know. The biggest of the, of the four, as a matter of fact, not just plurality, but uh, which, which comprises the majority of the faith, the Shah HaShlishi. And here too, the Shah HaShlishi, not those piercing, penetrating insights into tshuva, not those sobering words of, of exhortation and instruction. Again, it's a Kitzah Shulchan Aruch. It's a Kitzah Shulchan Aruch of Mitzvah Esrei, of Lavin, Lavin, Nitzak La Esrei, Lavin, Nachmaru, Islam, for which is Chai Bekrisa, for which is Chai Bekrisa's Bethlehem. Apparently, both Ramchal and before him, Rabbi Yelmer, were concerned that all the words of exhortation may arouse good intentions, but as well-intentioned as we may be in the season of tshuva, and as sincere as we may be in our efforts to do tshuva, to, to improve, we have to know how to channel it. We have to know what it's supposed to translate into. And if there are certain areas, in terms of mitzvahs, areas of, of halacha, of which we're ignorant, so then, as well-intentioned as we are, as sincere as we are, so then we're going to Rahman al-Islam, remain deficient. It was something that uh, the Chafetz Chaim in his day decried with regard to the Isra Hara, that it was something simply that people were not conscious of, that the, 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 the prohibition against speaking Lashon Hara, at least in its correct form, in its genuine form, that even if the content uh, of, of the Lashon Hara is true, but the time just decried that people, whether due to widespread neglect, or ignorance, or, or a combination thereof, it simply wasn't on the, uh, on the horizon. Rabbi Yonah in Shari in his day, talks about how the, the widespread the neglect of Chmonotran of the Issa of saying Shem Shemayim Vatalu taking Kodeshvalu who is the name in, uh, in, in vain from Chal in that uh, catalog in his mini Kitzvah Shofanach talks about certain aspects of, of mitzvahs that, that, that uh, in, in his generation he said people had lost sight of he says people know that there's an Issa Kvela people know that it can't go steal can't go pickpocket he says that they don't realize all of its applications, all of its implications, that if the uh, employee doesn't give an honest day's work, if he, uh, if he wastes time on the uh, employer's uh, account, he says that's the day work, that's the day work. He talks about the, the issue of, uh, of Arayas. He says people are, are, are certainly aware of the primary issue of Arayas, that people are unaware of uh, certain secondary, but uh, the Arisa aspects of, of the Issa, such as the status of such as looking and, uh, and, and enjoying the, 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 the viewing of Arise. So they were looking, again, to that accounts for the cataloging for the many Kitsa Shofarach in the context of the Seyfa Musa, because all the Musa, all the Hisaurus, as, as well-intentioned, as, 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 as we are in Yisrael Kedoshim Baruch Hashem Baruch Hashem Jews are well-intentioned 
as well-intentioned as we are, as sincere as we are, we need to know where to challenge. We need to know what areas have to be, have to be addressed. I think uh, one of the Baliatosas in his day, uh, who authored the Sefer Mitzvah, he was uh, an itinerant uh, preacher. And, and he writes how in his day, the Mitzvah Trillin needed uh, a lot of chizuk, and that how he would go from community to community, dashing about the, the, the Mitzvah of Trillin. So certainly, one part of our, uh, again, it, it can be done both privately, individually, as well as uh, publicly, collectively, so one part of our Hezron and Nefesh needs to be to try to uh, identify in our day, in our generation, our communities, what are the uh, equivalents of, of Issa Loshan Haran in, in the days of the Chafetzayim, of the Issa of Shem Shemayim, the Vatola, in, in the days of the Rabbeinu Yonah. But perhaps there's something even more basic that, that, that we can, and I'd like to just spend, with your permission, a few minutes reflecting aloud together with you, that there's something perhaps even more, even more basic. It's a very famous Gemara at the end of Masafa's Makos, with which, with which you're undoubtedly familiar, Gemara talks about how even though we have Kayag Mitzvahs, so nevertheless the uh, Nevi'im in Kisvei and Kodesh, beginning with David HaMelech, Bo'u Ve'he'emidon, that sounds like they were, literally it sounds like they were reducing the 613, so first I think the Gemara says that David HaMelech reduces it to 11, and then the Gemara continues progressively all the way until Chavakuk reduces it to 1. So all the, uh, the, the Rishonim uh, grapple with the same questions, there's no such thing as uh, you can read an abridged version of the adventures of Hansoria and Huckleberry Finn, but there's no such thing as an abridged version of the So what does it mean that the Vodhe Amidon Al-Hadisre, Vodhe Amidon Al-Shalosh, Vodhe Amidon Al-Achas? So there are different, there are different answers to the question. One of the answers is suggested by the Sefer Ikrim, the Maharshan is Gemara, quotes the Sefer Ikrim, and says that to simplify and to help facilitate the observance of all 613 mitzvahs, so the Nevi'im were looking to give klolim, were looking to give broad categories which would encompass, under which could be subsumed many mitzvahs. For instance, everyone's memory works differently. Some people's memory works that it doesn't necessarily, it's not so good at grasping details, but if there's one large conceptual framework into which you can fit those details, so then just, instead of having just ten seemingly unconnected, disconnected details, but if they're arranged into a conceptual framework, so then it's easier to to retain them, easier to be mindful of them. And that's what the Sefer HaIkrim says, I think that he copied down the Lushan here, that, they, that, the, that the Nazim were looking to give us Klolim, Kololim, Mitzvahs, Rabbos, Mehatara. So the, the penultimate systemization or, or classification, actually the, 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 not the second to last, the third to last, 
is Bal Misa Vehamida Nashalosh. The Navi Misa said that there are sort of three super categories under which one can subsume all mitzvahs and, and being mindful of those categories will then help us observe and, and, and comply scrupulously with all the mitzvahs is Bal Misa Vehamida Nashalosh that says he gives us other matzahs and living in uh, with Sneas in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence. What this Gemara highlights, and there are many, many sources that, that we could look at to, to try to drive home this point, is that some of the most basic, overarching, encompassing goals and aims of Torah and Mitzvahs are not necessarily to be found or located as specific Mitzvahs in the Minyan Mitzvahs. Most Moni Mitzvahs don't have a Mitzvah Tznis. If you, if, you, if you go through most uh, listings of the Tyre Mitzvahs, you won't find the Mitzvah of Hasnei Alekhis and Hashem Al-Kafah. And yet, comes another Mitzvah and tells us that this is so basic and this is so fundamental. This is, again, one of the most basic goals and aims and orienting principles of Torah Torah Kula, that, uh, that, that if you want to classify Torah Torah Kula in terms of three such orienting uh, principles, Overarching the goals and aims, that's now lechas in Hashem Rokecha is is one of those three. <coughs> so perhaps an even more fundamental part of the collective reflection and the collective tshuva is not only to identify whether or not there are individual mitzvahs or aspects of individual mitzvahs that are uh, flying beneath our radar screen, but are there any of these overarching goals and aims and orienting principles of, of Torah that perhaps we don't have in sufficiently sharp focus? When one begins study of Nasir Sishorim, there's seemingly a little bit of a tension at the outset in Ramchal's words. Hine Somo HaKadosh Baruch Hu Lamadam HaKadosh Baruch Hu placed man Dumokum Shirabim Bo HaMarchikim Osomi Menu Yisbarach HaKadosh Baruch Hu placed us in a world where there are many things that potentially distance us from him, Rahman al-Islam. The heim heim hataylus hachomriyos. And these things which potentially, if we allow them to, can Rahman al-Islam distance us from HaKadosh are the physical, material, materialistic desires that, 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 that all of us for most of us uh, have and if a person is drawn after them 
he goes further and further away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu Min HaTova Amiti V'nimtza Shuhu Muslam Be'emes V'tokha Mechama HaChazaka And basically Ramchal, as you know, depicts life as a, a war, he says as a struggle to keep those physical, material, materialistic inclinations in check that uh, we should respond to them, we should accommodate them only to the degree that they're legitimate, only to the degree that they're consistent with a, a life of Avodah Hashem. So the challenge of life is again to overcome, to discipline the physical and the material desires. Right before that, Ramchal, literally in the lines right before that, Ramchal says, Ki hu That true, genuine perfection is clinging to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what David HaMelech would constantly say, Ba'ani, as far as I'm concerned, says David HaMelech, Kirvas HaLakim Litov. Ve'omer, the capital that, that we're saying in the morning and night, Acha sha'alti me'es Hashem, also avake, shifti be'es Hashem, kol yimei chayayim. Ki vayt zehu ha'tov, because this is the only real, genuine, and enduring good, v'chol zulas zeh she'yechashvu b'nei ha'odom l'tov, everything else which we think to be good, e'no elehevel v'shod nisah, delusion, says Ramchal. In order for a person to to merit this ultimate good of clinging to Hashem, so it's it's only appropriate. So he has to exert himself. He has to put in effort. A person, uh, anything, right? We we feel that intuitively. Anything that a person wants to accomplish in this world takes uh, takes hard work. A person wants to wants to become a, a, a medical doctor, so he works for years and years to in order to in order to 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 accomplish that goal. So how should a person be mishtado? So now again, on Chaz is addressing the question, what's life about? Again, a minute ago, Ramchal told us that life is, again, is the battle against the Taibos HaChumriyos, is to hold in check, to discipline, to moderate, to appropriately channel, again, those physical, material, materialistic inclinations and desires that we have. Now he's addressing the same question, says, so what's life about? What are the measures that a person should take? The Dalek Boyisbach, he should yishtadel the David bo Yisrael because ma'isem shal taldosim zeva inyan v'heimim amitzvus. He says a person should dedicate his life, should devote his life to those actions which will yield the result of dreikus. And what are those actions? Shmiras amitzvus. So it's clear that according to Ramchal, one cannot draw a line between the again the, the need to to discipline, to moderate, to hold in check our physical, materialistic inclinations and Shmiras HaMitzvah. That's what Shmiras HaMitzvah is about. That is one of the, if we want to talk about one of the, the, the Kolon, HaKolon and HaMitzvah, 
So that's what Mukhal says. That is certainly one of those super categories, one of those overarching, encompassing goals and aims of Oftar and Mitzvahs. He doesn't quote it, but, but presumably Ramchal would endorse would endorse the following uh, sentence that the Rambam writes in the Mora um, my uh, my accent didn't go out it did not sound good so I'll, 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 I'll read the English the Rambam writes also the commandments and prohibitions of the Torah are, all, are only intended this is a one could and should uh, spend the whole year trying to fully understand this line but even without doing that, but, but that, let's just hear the, these words. The commandments and prohibitions of the Torah are only intended to quell, right, to, to, again, to discipline, to hold in check all the impulses of matter. That, with, the, with that sweeping statement, characterizes all of the all of mitzvahs. Ramchal reinforces it at the end of Parak Aleph, Ika Metsia Sa'odam Ba'olam Hazer, Hurak Lekayim HaMitzvahs, Velava Velamo Benisayim. Again, that coupling of Shmir Sa'mitzvahs with the Lamo Benisayim. To a degree, it's possible to comply with the mitzvahs, HaTorah, and yet not sufficiently adopt the value which, according to the Rambam, according to Ramchal, animates and, and underlies so many of the mitzvahs HaTorah. We can scrupulously observe all the relevant formal halachas and still we have to ask ourselves whether or not at times there's too much do we place too much of a primacy on physical comfort on luxuries on, on indulgence. Now, this overarching goal and an aim of Torah and Mitzvahs, again, to quell the impulses of matter, in, in the words of the Rambam, is closely related and perhaps indistinguishable from another overarching goal and aim of Torah and Mitzvahs and that is that Olam Hazer for all of its beauty 
and fascination for all of its allure and attraction is supposed to serve as a bridge for us. Nothing Olam Hazadik is an end unto itself. It's a forum. It's a venue to serve as a Rebbe And it's an antechamber to Olam Hazadik. who created such a beautiful world one can easily easily be distracted from the fact of what the world for us is, is here for and again we can formally to a degree comply and comply to a degree by being medactic to a degree and still the question is what our overall orientation is it's a little bit deceptive because sometimes maybe it's, it's the Yetzirah which whispers the question but Lamdavka I think the question can be asked without the uh, intrusion of the Yetzirah it's a fair and legitimate question. Such a beautiful, fascinating world. So aren't we supposed to be uh, devoting time to enjoying it? What's, what's it here for otherwise? So there are two answers. Again, the first answer is to a degree, yes. To the degree that, it, uh, that it's consistent, that it contributes to our other Hashem. So then the answer is yes. Answer is yes. But there's also a second answer. It's also there because Ramchal explains elsewhere a little bit more elaborately than he he hints at in the Seal Sisharim. So the the Yodei Dovah, who are the Kiyam in Taras Ramchal, say that the Seal Sisharim is sort of a very exoteric uh, distillation of what Ramchal writes in his Ezzesvarim, which at times are a little bit more uh, esoteric and a little bit more uh, complex in terms of all the, the Kabbalistic sources, and that in the Seel Sishan he exotericized that and uh, distilled it into the, the Sefer that we have. So for instance, in Darach Hashem, basically, Ramchal elaborates the idea that, that you find somewhat more compactly in the beginning of the Sefer and he says that the Hakadosh Baruch Hu's purpose within the Bria, we don't know why Hakadosh Baruch Hu created the world. We can't, uh, whatever understanding we have of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is only within the world. So we can't reflect upon why there's a world. So when we talk about the purpose of the Bria, we're talking about the purpose that we perceive within the world. We're not uh, speculating as to why Kaddish Baruch Hu created the world. Kaddish Baruch Hu willed that there should be a world. But what are we, within the world, so what's the purpose of the Bria? So within the world, the purpose of the Bria is that Kaddish Baruch Hu wants to bestow good upon us. What's the ultimate good? Kaddish Baruch Hu is the ultimate good. So it means that the more we resemble him and the closer we can come to him, and, and the more we can be David, well, so then that's the way of uh, bestowing good uh, upon us. Says Ramchal, but to really resemble Hakadosh Baruch Hu, 
that the Shabbos good is his own. The Shabbos that didn't receive his good, his perfection, his goodness doesn't come from any external source. The Shabbos goodness, the Shabbos perfection is his own. For us to resemble the Shabbos for us to, to earn and uh, and to a degree earn, to a degree deserve that the Shabbos should bestow goodness upon us. So, so the Shabbos created the world that there should be nisyonas, that there should be struggles, and the fact that. What we're talking about is not easy. And the fact that what we're talking about means that we have to walk away from things which do attract us, which do have a, a powerful, at times, magnetic pull, that's not an indication necessarily that we're always supposed to respond. It's just that that's how HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's how HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the Bria that the ultimate good He can give us is to allow us to resemble him. The closest we can come to resembling him is that Akadosh Baruch Hu shouldn't just uh, shouldn't just from above impose perfection on us. He shouldn't just in, impose goodness on us. But it should be something that that we earn through our struggles. If we have to struggle, so then it's it's our own goodness. It's our own, as it were, it's our own measure of perfection. And in that sense, we resemble him again, in some infinitesimal way, which wouldn't be the case if it was just something that were imposed from some of the... So it's true that, that what the Rambam, what Umchal is talking about, it involves sacrifice, it involves withdrawal, it involves giving up, but that's, that, that's endemic to the, the challenge of Avodah Sashem, that's endemic to, to our lives. Perhaps just in, 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 in the last few minutes to mention one other overarching goal and aim of, of Torah and Mitzvahs that, that perhaps we can reflect if, if we have a sufficiently sharp focus. There is a, a fascinating uh, tshuva which, which the Rambam penned he was asked about listening to, uh, in his day, contemporary Arabic music. But listening to, to Zemer Yishma'ilam. The Rambam writes that, that it's, it's also on, on many counts. And he rattles off all the, uh, all the prohibitions which he thinks are involved in, in listening to that contemporary Arabic music. And then he concludes, well, actually not the conclusion, but then he has here a fascinating, fascinating paragraph. Again, obviously we're reading it in the translation, the, the Chudu, again, was written in, in Judeo-Arabic. He named his boy, Emes the Moface. The truth has been explained compellingly. And what is this truth? what's intended for us, our destiny, a Jew's destiny, that we should be a holy nation. And here just maybe to inject one, one word by way of introduction to, to what follows in this sentence in the Rambam, that the word Kodesh, again, we generally translate it as, as holy, as sacred, and, and obviously that is a correct translation, Etymologically, so Kadosh doesn't necessarily have really is more of a neutral connotation. It just means something which is set aside, something which is 
set aside, which is devoted, which is designated for a, for a specific purpose. You find in Chazal the phrase Hekdesh Lavodazor. That something which has been set aside for Avodazor, it can be referred to as Hekdesh Lavodazor. The, the term itself just, just connotes that something has been has been set aside, that something has been consecrated for a certain purpose. Most commonly, we use it that it's been consecrated for, again, what we call Zvam Shabbatusha, has the translation of, of holy or sacred. So, Shaniya Goy Kadosh, so with that etymological understanding, so to be a Goy Kadosh, again, means to be a consecrated people. It means that people who are consecrated to a, who live with single-minded purpose and single-minded devotion. Now let's hear how the, how the Rambam finishes the sentence. Shahamachuvan bano shniyei kadosh This is the ideal to which we aspire. This is the ideal. It's, it's, it's a lifetime's work. But but if if we're not aware of what the ideal is, if we're not aware to what we're supposed to be striving, then we won't even get close. Life is, means it's a consecrated mission. That, that we live for a purpose, and by being a Goykodosh, it means that our entire existence what we're supposed to strive for is that our entire existence is consecrated. And when HaKadosh Baruch Hu invited us, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu made the this with us, the Atem Tiyuli Mamechas Kodim V'Goy Kodosh, Goy Kodosh again, it means more just than Prushim Tiyu Mino Arayos, or Prushim Tiyu Ramban says, more than 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 Arayos, all forms of excess. But ultimately, Goy Kodosh means you should be a consecrated people. A people not only who recognize the Kaddish Baruch Hu, not only who feel an obligation to comply with our Kaddish Baruch Hu sense, but on a mission, consecrated, consecrated, ideally, optimally, what does that translate into? Again, this is a lifetime's work to, uh, to, to, to approach, but, but we need to know, even if it seems very distant, even if it seems very lofty, but we need to identify the goal Shalom wasn't writing only to the Zamagon and to the Salamter and the Sarah Shemtar. He was writing to, to all of us. That all of us should be aware again. It's very lofty. It's 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 a very distant goal. But the goal is Whatever we do, whatever we say, everything should be oriented towards, everything should be geared towards Again, achieving perfection, or it should be some something instrumental to that goal. And he says, the love with his practice, the shashun of the self. It's not fun to have a good time. That's not what that's not what we're here for. Again, the all the beauty and the fascination of the world, notwithstanding that our lives are consecrated. That's the again, that's the privilege, that's the schut that we have of Goy Kodosh sometimes we fall into a, into a mindset where and 
Sometimes we fall into a mindset. If I, if I if I went to my regular shear, okay, I, I, I went today. Whatever my regular shear is, whatever my regular shear is, that I go to a regular shear is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. Tova al kolamu vatu, whoever does it. But just because I went to the regular shear, maybe there's another five minutes today when I can be running also. Maybe maybe even after uh, the rub, after the maggot shear. Finish saying with luck. Maybe, maybe, okay, I mean, could be right now I have to go to work, but maybe during lunchtime, maybe I can, uh, I was going to say steal, but after the Mkhal said, I'm not stealing, but on lunchtime on my own time, steal from my lunch hour, maybe I can steal coming in it's to, to try to review the, the, the blot that the, 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 the Rose said, that, that, that he presented. Sometimes we, we have a, a, a not sufficiently maximalist mindset. Sometimes we're not ambitious enough in terms of what we can do and how we can use our time and how we can uh, maximize our time. Okay, and I went to shoot and, and I learned a little bit and now, okay, so my, my day was punctuated with Vasha Vigdusha. No, we should try to fill the day with Vasha Vigdusha. What the mix is, is going to, what the mix will be between Torah and Tfilah and Chasodim and Sarkei Tzibor. So everyone has to figure out what the, what the right blend, what the right uh, mix is. Everyone has their own Kohos HaNefesh. But the idea is, not just that our day and that our lives should be punctuated with Torah and Mitzvah, not just that a day shouldn't go by without Torah, Tefillah, Chasadim, but the day should be full and brimming and, and replete with, with all these things. Hopefully, hopefully, I, I, I can hear some of these things, if any of them are relevant to, to anyone else. Hopefully we can reflect, and, and we should all be Zohar, to a true Shlema, to a true Shlema.